0: it's good to be back with you to continue the Gumbo Faith series. We pray that your week has gone well and your faith has grown and strengthened since the last time we spoke. Because understand, faith that's not growing is stagnant faith. Stagnated faith is faith that is sitting dormant, and dormant faith is tormented faith. It's like planting rose seeds that never buds into a rose bush. Please know this simple truth. God wants your faith to grow, flourish, evolve, and blossom, and not become stagnant. Understand growing faith is strengthening faith and strengthening faith requires endurance on your part. So today I want to speak to you from the thought of the enduring faith of Joseph, the dreamer. Today, I want to focus on and pinpoint just one verse from the mini chapter of the story in life of Joseph. But I ask when you get a chance, please read the whole story of Joseph. Reading this one verse sums up Joseph's story to me. And although it's a verse that comes at the end of his story, what it does is it gives us a glimpse and why there was so much for him to endure. Our main scripture reads as follows. As for you, you meant evil against me, but God used it for good. This is Joseph speaking to his brothers in Genesis 50 and 20. Let the Lord have a blessing to the reading of his word. Most of you are aware or have heard about the travails of Joseph the Dreamer. Joseph, the son of Jacob and Rachel, the son with the coat of many colors, given to him by his earthly father. But not only the son with a coat of many colors, his father, but also a son with a dream given to him by his heavenly father, God. A coat from dad and a dream from his father that would cause him to have haters and many travails in his life. Can I say to you, an inheritance in a dream given to you by God can and will bring haters, travails, and devils your way. Why, you ask? Because he knows you being armed with knowledge of self, a dream or vision from Almighty God, which in turn makes you a dangerous person in the enemy's sight. Joseph was armed with both, which now has placed a target on his back. Scripture tells us because of his coat given to him by his father, and the dream given to him by God, his brothers became jealous of him. And now their hateful motives and actions are taking place in an attempt to stop or hinder God's plan for Joseph to go forth. Please understand, with every God-given dream or vision comes devilish opposition. And know, it can sometimes come from your own family members. Scripture says his brothers saw him coming from a distance and plotted to kill him. Genesis thirty-seven seventeen through 20. With only one of his brothers, Reuben, trying to save him. But despite Reuben's efforts, Joseph was placed in a cistern or a pit and sold into slavery. Purchased by the Midianite merchants, that's Genesis 37 and 28. As we move further in scripture, they took him down to Egypt and sold him to an Egyptian named Potiphar. That's Genesis 39. And we know once in Potiphar's house, he was falsely accused by Potiphar's wife. That's Genesis 39, verses 11 through 12. And because of the accusal of Potiphar's wife, Joseph was placed in and confined to prison for a crime he didn't commit. But through all that Joseph had been through thus far, we find this in the text. And I hope you listen to this. This will encourage and help. You. Scripture says, but the Lord was with Joseph and prospered him. That scripture is referring to when he entered Potiphar's house. That's Genesis 39 and 2. And again, in Genesis 39, 23, the Lord was with Joseph and gave him success in whatever he did. So we can see whether in the pit, Potiphar's house or the prison, God never stopped being with Joseph, never stopped bringing success and prosperity his way. Even in difficult and undesirable circumstances, God never left nor forsake Joseph. So I say to any of you that find yourself in a difficult situation or circumstance right now, understand God is still with you and he will prosper you and bring you success right where you are in the text it says God was with Joseph through all he had experienced thus far as he is and will be with you as well in the text we read see and find Joseph the dreamer in a nightmarish situation in places he never thought dreamed or imagined himself ever being with things happening to him that he never could have dreamed of happening one travail after another troubles and travails seemingly appearing to be the way of life for him at this time in his life. Can anyone relate to this? Steps being ordered by the Lord, but each one brings you into a different trouble, travail, thus facing a bigger devil. Do you know with big dreams and big visions from God draws and attracts big devils and even bigger attacks? Understand the higher the level, the bigger the devil. To whom much is given, much is required. Have you been given something by God? Joseph had. A dream that was going to take him to higher levels than anyone in his family had ever gone. Thus the bigger devil and greater attacks. In an effort to steal his dream. Kill his faith and destroy his life. That's John ten ten. Steal his life in the pit. Destroy his life at Potiphar's house. And kill him in prison. Joseph had a dream. But the dream has brought him some troubles. And some problems. Do you know your God given dream. Will cause you some issues. Bringing forth some problems. And many attacks. But know when attacks come about. And problems surface in your life. God asks and requires one thing of you and me. Faith in him. Because you know without faith it is impossible to please God. Hebrews 11 and 6. And I can only imagine it being Joseph's faith that had carried him thus far. And through all he had experienced. With that same thought of his faith. I can only imagine if faith was being measured in gas tank levels, His gas tank level of faith had to be obviously running super low. And the light had to be blinking, saying you're about to run out of gas or in this instant, faith. Can I ask you, how do you think your faith will hold up when you've done all that God has asked you to do? And now you're going through more hardship, more troubles and travails, and there appears to be no end in sight to your problems. That's Joseph. And all of this due to no fault of your own other than being obedient to the promises and the calling of God. This has become the life of Joseph the God-given dreamer. Can I ask you, what do you do when the dream, vision, or promise God has given you is bigger than you can imagine, but it is also so big you can't achieve it or reach it without a miracle from God? This is what's happening to Joseph. Joseph's dream is bigger than himself, and there's no way he can reach the promise he's been given in his own strength because it's too big for him to achieve. Am I talking to anyone listening right now, standing on the dream that God has placed inside, of you, everything seemingly falling apart around you and the attacks coming from everywhere and the dream too big for you to reach alone. But you're still holding on to your faith in God's promise. And like Joseph, your only fault in this whole thing is you believe in God for your dream, for your promise, being obedient to it, sharing it and being excited about it. What do you do when you're standing on the promises of God? Not a promise that you asked for, but a promise that God placed in your spirit for you to believe in, as Joseph did. And in your belief, it takes you through and two things that you didn't ask for, aren't prepared for, and haven't expected to be taken place. And again, all because you believe what God told you. Joseph finds himself literally in prison all because he believed God. Do you know sometimes your reality can be your prison? The reality of where you are in contrast to where God told you he was taking you, showing you what he has for you, and the promises that he has given to you. Your reality not lining up to his promise or dream he gave you. Your reality showing you one thing, but the promise God has given you showing you something totally different. Joseph in prison is his reality, but the promise given to him was his brothers bowing down to him in his palace. The pit Potiphar's, now sitting in prison, All because of a dream God placed in his spirit that he didn't ask for. With a faith tank that had to be running close to empty. Am I speaking to anyone today? Can anyone relate to this situation that Joseph finds himself in? All of this going on in his life. And I can only imagine him praying to God asking for expedient relief from all this calamity taking place. But prayers to God seemingly going unanswered. Have you ever been in a situation? Where the more you pray, the more trouble seems to come your way. You calling on God for help and the enemy seems to be intercepting all your prayer requests and sending more calamity in your direction. This is where Joseph finds himself at this moment. And if you're finding yourself in the same place, going through the same thing at this moment, allow me to say this to you. I'm going to stop right here and we'll pick up and continue the enduring faith of Joseph the next time we speak. So until then, stay prayed up and be blessed.